Hello, my name is Dwayne Spearman. I am the founder of Directional Ministries located here in Lynchburg, Virginia. This is a teaching ministry that is called to encourage, disciple, and challenge the people of God. I also serve churches in the areas of pulpit supply, conferences, retreats, and revivals as the Lord provides opportunity. If I can be of service to you or your ministry, I would love to hear from you. Let's go ahead and open our Bibles again today to Jude, the little epistle of Jude, and we've been looking at verses 5 through 7. Bear in mind, Jude is talking about disobedience, false prophets, teachers that have brought in heresies into the church, and how God has dealt with people who followed them and disobeyed him in time past. And he says in verse number 5, I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people of out, of, out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. So the first example he gives is the children of Israel. He delivered them. They plundered the Egyptians, came out with what the Bible calls a high hand, and yet everyone over the age of 20 died in the wilderness, with the exception of Joshua and Caleb, because of their unbelief and disobedience. And then he says in verse number six, And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved an everlasting change under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Second example that he gives is these angels in time past that left their, their first estate. And we've talked about this. I believe this is referring to the angels of Genesis chapter number six, who looked upon the daughters of men and came down and had children by them. And, and, and giants were born unto them. Uh, bottom line is they disobeyed God. They left their own habitation. And he says in verse number seven, even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over fornication and going after strange hetero flesh are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. And of course, God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah in like manner because they gave themselves over fornication and went after strange flesh. In other words, like flesh, men with men, uh, homosexuality, or what's called sodomy. Um, the commonality that I see with these three is that while God offered all three of them life, they chose death by rebellion and disobedience. You know, Proverbs 14, 12 says, this, says that there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. You see, God offers life. 2 Peter 3, 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, who are not willing that any of us should perish, that all of us should come to repentance. It is not the will of God that any should go through the punishment that Israel, the fallen angels, and the people of Sodom and Gomorrah went through. As a matter of fact, it is the desire of God that everyone goes to heaven. You know, our favorite verse in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's why God gave his Son, that none of us should perish, but that we should have everlasting life. In verse 17, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. No one has to make the bad decisions that, the, that Israel and the angels and the people of, of Sodom and Gomorrah made. In Luke 13, 34, Jesus said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which killest the prophets and stonest them that are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together as a hen doth gather her brood under her wings, but ye would not. 
Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if any man would hear my voice and open the door, I will come unto him and sup with him and he with me. The bottom line is that God loves his people and does not desire that any of them should perish. What a wonderful thought. And then he says in verse number 8, Likewise, also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh. They despise dominion. They speak evil of dignitaries. In other words, these men, these false prophets, these false teachers that bring damnable heresies into the church, that lead, the, lead people to rebel and disobey God as the children of Israel, as the fallen angels, as the city of Sodom and Gomorrah, these men, um, they, they, they resemble rebellious Israel because of their rejection of the truth of God. Paul tells us four things about these guys. Number one, he says they're dreamers. In the old King James, it says they're filthy dreamers. In other words, they dream of things as they go along. They are not grounded in the Word of God. You ever witness Facebook theology? I've seen it. <laughs> you know, I mean, people just say things that are nowhere in the Word of God. I mean, they're dreaming it up as they go along. Uh, they're making it up because they're not grounded in the Word of God. They quote something, but they're not quoting the Bible. And these men defile the flesh. They pollute themselves with sin. Why? Because of their corrupt passions and their evil desires. They do not live holy and separated lives. And we need to be careful that we do not pollute ourselves by following our corrupt passions and our evil desires. We are not to defile the flesh. They also reject authority. They are men who despise authority and they despise the word of God because the Bible regiments, the Bible regulates, the Bible exhorts men to walk in holiness. Men do not reject the Bible because it contradicts itself, but because it contradicts them. You know, 2 Timothy 3.16, all scriptures give my inspiration of God and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Why? That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. As a matter of fact, Proverbs 12.1 said, Whoso loveth instruction loveth knowledge, but he that hateth reproof is brutish. New King James says they're stupid if they don't like to be reproved, if they don't like to find out what the truth of the matter is. They're stupid. And unfortunately, people today do not want the truth. They reject authority. They despise God, they despise God's people, they despise God's church, because they do not want to bow to authority. And then he says in verse number four, not only do they reject authority, but they even go about speaking evil of it. When men speak evil of God, his son, his prophets, or of God's men, God's church, they speak evil of God himself. We are to esteem God. We are to esteem his son, Jesus. We are to esteem his church in holy awe. All of this comes about because they ultimately reject authority. Listen, folks, we do not stand in judgment of the Bible. The Bible stands in judgment of us. Just because we do not understand it does not mean that it is not truth. And we need to remember that as we go about our day. Let God be true and every man a liar. God bless you folks. Hope that you have a great day. Remember that God loves you. He wants the best for you. He's working all things out for your good.